Hi guys, and welcome to a new episode of Coffee with Kathy and Claire. I'm Kathy, and I'm Claire, and this podcast is all about sharing our own personal experiences and struggles with modern day parenting, and having a few laughs along the way. This show is for everyone: mums, dads, grandparents, foster parents, adoptees, everyone. It's an outlet for all your struggles and to know that you are not alone. So pop us on your Bluetooth in your car, headphones in while you're going for a walk or do what I do and wear headphones while I tackle that never-ending pile of laundry. Or just take the load off and have a coffee with Kathy and Claire. Hi, welcome back to Coffee with Kathy and Claire. I'm Kathy, And I'm Claire, And um, yeah, just massive thank you. To all our new followers and um, really appreciate the feedback on our last episode, which was, of course, where we were talking about... Cost um, of living. Yeah, cost of living. And um, which kind of leads into our next one, I suppose, isn't it? Like, this episode is all about... Vacations with kids. Yeah. Those who are lucky enough to be able to take them. Yes. (laughs) Well, recently we did go travelling. Yeah. And um, we are going to be talking about tips and hints and things like that to go with traveling with kids because for some people it can be an absolute nightmare yeah but um first I think you have a couple of things that you want to say yeah so um I am basically wanting to thank all of our new listeners um and all of the things that you said that were really encouraging and promising and lovely about the the show we really appreciate that so I think we've actually gotten up to like a hundred and 50 something followers and that's amazing we really have huge goals so supporting us and and being there for us is is awesome thank you very much and if you do like the podcast please share it with your friends um even if it's just sharing the spotify link or um you know just inviting your friends to the pages that that's really helpful and really you know uh, the more followers we get, the more cool things we can unlock, like lives and things. So yeah. as, as much as you can do to help us, that would be amazing. Yay! And also, very exciting, we have some amazing coffee shops that are going to be sponsoring us to help us with our followings. Yeah. So we, in the next couple of weeks, in I think the beginning of August, yeah. we are going to be launching... Some coffee- competitions yeah. through our sponsors, yeah. Coffee Shop of the Week. Yeah. And they will be giving away some brew coffee to some of our local listeners and even some perhaps in the UK, United States. As far as we can reach, we will be getting some coffee. And some support from you guys, um, well, from the, from the coffee shops. And they do do really good coffee, the ones we've been to, to oh be my fair. Gosh. They're amazing. Yes, they're yeah. amazing. And the chats we've had with some of the owners have been some really, really good ones. Bit of a laugh. Yeah. Bit serious. Yeah. You know, always go out and support your local businesses, guys, because even if you don't drink coffee, mm-hmm. um, it's good to go there, have, you know, take your kids, get the baby Chino. Yeah. You know, order Which... an iced chocolate or something. Yeah. And, um, you know, support those local businesses because once they're gone, they're gone and then all you'll have left is the big ones like Maccas and stuff. Yeah, support all the local. And they do amazing coffee, like really, really good. I can't wait to talk about the, the first comp that we have and that, that latte. No, not latte. It was a chai latte that I had. I was yeah. like, oh, my God, this is insane. And it was recommended to me. So, yeah, that's exciting. But um, in terms of, like, travelling, so it is so insane when you travel with your kids and I have done two in the space of 12 months with with a two-year-old and an eight-year-old one was I traveled on my own with both of them to the UK yes and that was yeah. well, that wasn't a direct flight either was it no you went through Singapore um was it Dubai Singapore? Dubai yeah. yeah it was Dubai it was Dubai but I have to say you know I think it was it was I'd mentally prepared myself for it I think that's tip number one Expect the worst because then only it can only get better. Exactly, you always plan for the worst. Yeah. So I did the same thing. I went to New Zealand recently with my eldest son and UK last August. Yeah. For um. Oh, what was that? That was lovely. <laughs> Ooh. Um, yeah. So we went to um, um, we went to the UK last August and um, yeah. So and that was with a. Well, how old was he then? He's three and a half. Yeah. And my eldest was 11. So it was, oh, 10. So that yeah. was, yeah. It was 
we were used to traveling long haul we have yeah. done it um about seven times with the both um oh with the little one he's been three times and the oldest one's been about seven times so yeah it's a lot we're isn't used it? to traveling with kiddies so i think jared he has definitely done the uk journey in fact that was probably one of the first fl- flights that he did but i have to say if you've mentally prepared yourself for that journey for nothing amazing to happen it usually turns out quite well yeah and i think they you have to be the type of person that's quite happy to say i'm traveling on my own yes you know what i mean so they mm. then are already like oh and they help and then you ask for extra seats because i didn't have a seat for delilah she was on my lap so she was under two so I chose to not buy a seat. Now, nine times out of ten, if that flight's not going to be filled, you will get four seats and you'll get the extra leg room. They really do accommodate for yes. travelling, especially when you're solo travelling yes. with kids. So ask. You have to ask. Yes, every, if you don't ask, you won't get. And mm-hmm. a lot of complaints and things you see are people are like, they weren't helpful, they didn't help me. And like, did they know that they you needed help? Exactly, did you, ask Did for they help. know you needed that help? So... Um, we found that when it came to like one time I, I traveled with my partner and the kids they split us up so they had him and my eldest sitting about four rows behind me and the baby yeah. and I had the because I had the bassinet seat and what they actually did is they sat me between two couples with kids themselves so and then they had their third kid on the aisle seat across the other side of the aisle i'm so confused (laughs) but yeah i understand so it went went no yeah i get it like Mm -hmm. the window seat couple me couple and then their child on the other side of the on the other side of the aisle so i was was a family five and they put me right in the middle so i was like can we do you guys want to swap because then i'll sit by myself and you guys can all sit together yeah you know that was the one that was the trip that um harry projector vomited yeah, well, this is the other thing. You got prepared for that type of sickness. Um, and also, I don't know, what happened to, to us, we don't really get sick when we're travelling. And But twice when I've gone back to the UK with my son, twice we've ended up having exhaustion, yes. which has caused sickness and diarrhoea in you know once you get to the destination in that long haul. Yeah. So there's also that. So, you know, keeping hydrated on the flight, huge, you know, just yeah. drink what maybe not at the alcohol although the air hostesses are great aren't they yeah. traveling on your own with the kids and they slip you a wine love <laughs> it here you go here's wine <laughs> oh, i found that and this is part, part of the tips and stuff we have is mm. i am horrible on a plane because i eat so much food on the plane I don't oh, know if it's I'm because I'm bored or because I don't want, like, it, like on an empty stomach, my stomach gets upset. You're quite a nervous flyer, though, aren't I am, you, as well? Well, I get quite nervous leading up to yeah, it. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, like, I get very jittery. Sometimes I've been sick mm. with, with anxiety. Anxiety, yeah. Um, get us to the airport, get me on the plane, not a problem. Um, my issue is take off and landing. Well, that's because that's the most scariest part of the journey. Because that's, well, that's if there's it. technically going to be any issues, it's then it is then. landing and take off. Yes. Yeah, you kind of like, as soon as you see that seatbelt light go ding off, you're like, woo! Yeah. Yes, go toilet, get up, yeah. have that nervous pee. <laughs> exactly. And and that's, you know, that's that's me. And also when you're, when you're flying long haul and you've got little kids, mm-hmm. you can't take your eyes off them for a second because they'll be up in first class before you know it. Oh, hell. You know, and I'm very strict with my kids when we fly you stay in your seat unless you're going to the toilet oh i walk and, around yeah well we do have a little walk around especially when you're stretch on the 12 the hour flight I, I think it's lucky when you've got the little ones when they are so young because they do generally tend to sleep because it's quite mm. I, d- I guess the sound the the engines and whatnot there's something that just makes them sleep i know i got lucky with both my kids going to the uk they yeah. slept a vast majority of it and i didn't even need to slip them anything <laughs> The only time I've really done that is is when it and it needs like I said, say if they've got a little bit of a block nose or something, mm. and I need to give them like some antihistamine to clear them up for the flight. Which Otherwise, also knocks them out, right? <laughs> the drows, the drowsy ones. <laughs> sometimes. But so, um, yeah. How do you feel about? And I know that like a lot of our listeners would probably wonder this. Like, how do you feel about people who? I mean, there's been a lot on Insta and Facebook and <laughs> stuff 
of those who really have an issue with children traveling you know and the fact that they might cry or you know what this is this is really cool that you actually brought this up and we haven't talked about this but on the flight home from new zealand there were a couple of moms traveling on their own and if you are listening hi how are you going? Um, and basically, a lot of them didn't know that you board first with children. Yeah. You, when they call uh, first boarding, it's children, if you have families, kids, that's right. families, mm-hmm. basically, if you've got any kids smaller than maybe a 12 year old, you yeah. can board first with people who are going on with wheelchairs and stuff. It gives you a couple of extra minutes to get on that plane yeah, and buckle the kids in. Um, they can get the kids settled really quickly with the packs and things. And, um, like, if you're also traveling with family, like, it's not just mom and the kids who can go on. The dad can come too mm. and you can board as a family. Um, especially if you've got little babies and things, you get settled first. You're, you know, you have that time before takeoff. And usually when they board about half an hour before takeoff, it's in heaps of time to get those kids ready mm. as well. So um, personally, I don't mind because I've obviously got kids. Um, if you want to pay extra money and fly business fly business get some earplugs in and yeah because i've i've never experienced any kind of problems with traveling and my kids are good i'm not i'm not gonna lie and it's nice because i actually quite often i've had them i sort of look at them as if to say soz you know yeah you get you're the sort of, one who's so yeah like i'm sorry i don't know how this is gonna go i'm gonna end and up then on because, am i the asshole I'm yeah because exactly wrote, written a post about you know mums on planes yeah and i feel like they look at me and you can tell that they don't want to be saying oh i'm so gutted that i'm sitting next to or behind or in front of the person that's got the kid that's gonna kick me the whole flight yeah and they do because they're bored or whatever um but i i generally don't have too much issues they are fairly well behaved they have their moments but overall they're quite well behaved and so i quite often when i'm traveling with them will get they did really well. So I've experienced that. I, I've had the same where people are like, oh my gosh, your child has been amazing. Yeah. You know, and so, um, the, the latest one that we had um, flying to New Zealand. Yeah. Um, Aiden, as he got on the plane, he asked the flight oh, attendants yeah. if he could go and say hello to the pilots. And generally they don't do that No, anymore. I know. I was quite shocked when you said that because yeah. that used to happen when I was a kid. But yeah. because of security and all of these sorts of things, I was like, oh, wow. Oh, they yeah, still they, do that amazing because it was just him and he yeah. asked very nicely and he looked genuinely disappointed when they said no mm. and then when he got to his seat they came up come on quick come with us and that's he didn't so go, cool he didn't go in what airline was that um it was air new zealand but yeah. they fly with a code share with wamos air and that's a spanish airline right um not really comfortable to fly <laughs> but it, they were lovely they were yeah. lovely um, but yeah, they, they rushed him up the front. He, he poked his head in, That's said so hello to the pilots, and yeah. he just made his day. He was so That's happy. That's so good. Yeah. And then when we got to New Zealand, um, on the first stop, we stopped at the shop, and a cop stopped and said, hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah, you said, yeah. And they basically threw him in the back of the cop car. Yeah, so he got like the pilot experience and the um, cop car experience all in one day. Car. Yeah, he was stoked. Insane. He was like, hey, hey, bro, how you yeah. doing? Come and jump in and have a look, man. And he's like, what? I'm like, oh, that better be the so last cool. time you're ever in the back of a police car. <laughs> and he was like, okay, mom. First and last, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So with travelling, there is a lot of stress. Yeah. So we understand that. But going on that, this is the thing that I think that you need to do is number one step. Don't, like, be calm. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, yes. I would say I'm an experienced traveller. I'm a dopey traveller. Oh, where's my passport? I will check for my passport uh, probably about 50 times before oh, yeah. we leave the house. Knowing that the passport's in my bag, yes. I will still check my bag with the oh, passport. I will check stuff. it as we're leaving the house. Yeah. And then when we get halfway, we're like, okay, this is halfway point. We yeah. can still turn around if we I can still check. passports. I that has happened to you, actually, hasn't it? Yes. That happened to you, which is the good thing. So, number one, once you know that you've got your passports and your money, which is pretty much the only thing that you're going to need, passport, money, and probably phone. Yeah. You got them three things. After that, I think tip the biggest tip is be calm because Especially everything else you can sort out. Especially with kids, mm-hmm. because they will pick up on it. That's and if it. You're that was what I was going to say. Out, yeah, which like 
I don't freak out, but I I do get very high anxiety, and my kids will pick up on that. Yeah, so. see, I'd, I I I'm I'm quite an anxious person, but I do manage to when it comes to travel. I think right, just enjoy the ride, like yeah. have a good vibe, and and that does play off. And I let anything go. I'll give you an example. We were um, waiting to board for Singapore recently, and I had like a suitcase for the kids, and it was just full of like sensory stuff yeah. and whatever. I'll post this picture just so that I've got the receipt for it, but. My two-year-old literally got every single thing out. Every single thing. Yeah. It was scattered all over the floor. And I thought, cool. <laughs> like, what, you know, like, there's no big deal to this. It's not hurting anyone. She's got everything called out over the floor. Yeah. My options are get real frantic about it or just kind of be like, okay, cool. Well, and, it, and, and them sorts of things. Like, don't freak out about things that don't matter. Well, Aiden was about mm, six. And mm. we flew via... Uh, Qatar. Yeah. And the same thing, we had an eight hour layover. It wasn't our fault. Yeah. Uh, but we had a, we, we missed a connection um, due to bad weather and we had an eight hour layover. And Aiden had a box of Lego in his, no, it was Thomas Trains. You know, the to- diecast yeah, the, Thomas yeah, I know what you play. mean. Mm-hmm. And we had a box of those in his bag. Yeah. And he basically pulled them all out. We were sat at the airport. We found a, like a big corner that was just nothing there. And he pulled them all out, and then within about ten minutes, we had about five or six kids over there, yeah, playing trains. Exactly. With them. And all the parents were like, "Oh, thank God!" Yeah, you know, they're just kids trying to have prepared. a great time. You guys are prepared, thank God. And we had like a little craze yeah. going. You know, the parents are like, "We got to go find coffee," and that's it. Co- like, go we get were like, coffee. "Go on, then go get a coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bring me back something." You know. <laughs> and also, I think that's another good point. Like, I found when we were away it was just the constant asking for food because they get bored when they travel so it's constantly asking for food so make sure that you pack just little wee snacks and also the airlines are really good because they have biscuits and stuff yeah you can just be like oh ask and then they get really excited then you get told that your kids have got good manners as well when you're traveling well that's my that's my thing because i eat all the time so i'm going up the back to get snacks and things and I'm like walking back and I got like we travel yeah. with my parents and we travel with Aiden and they have these like they had these giant chocolate chip cookies and muffins and stuff and yeah. I'm walking back going here you go mum and dad they go, here you go snacks Aiden. and everything and they were like oh where'd you get those I'm like mm-hmm. just go and ask you just have to go and ask and be polite and be nice and usually they're having breaks or they're at the back they're eating their own yeah. food just I'm um, so sorry to bother you but can I please and then they they're happy to help exactly you know. um so yeah as we have a lot of stress and like the load of traveling with little kids is massive um Mm. so we have popped a couple of tips down for you um so the first thing i can recommend traveling with kids is to plan ahead make lists and i'm a big list person make lists of everything you might need just in case so if you think i'm going to remember those charges yeah you're not going to remember but but also don't put yourself too much pressure on that because i forgot nappies i forgot hats forgot like swimwear <laughs> no, but, that's but what, yeah you know, the you, important you, make the list of the important make a list things. of everything you might need so mm-hmm. charges you know if your child has reins or they have a special piece of medical equipment make sure you've got that on your list tablets yeah. and ipads baby wipes passports put passports on there anyway you know you're not going to forget them but put them on there anyway so mm-hmm. you check it off yes they're definitely in yeah there. and snacks and stuff you know yeah um i find helping helps a lot is packing a few days in advance so, That's something I've started doing, but I used to be a light on the day girl. But yeah, in yeah. advance is and better. Then, and then revise before you go. So Because <laughs> sometimes you overpack or you're like, I think I threw the bathers in there. Yeah. I think I threw the, you know, the swimmers in there. But, this would have been a good tip uh, for me. <laughs> Didn't bring any shoot, nappies or know. swim. Or swim. Yeah, because a lot of times you're overpacked. And also if you're going for a very short stay, yeah. you might be packing for cold weather, but it's actually going to be roasting hot, you know. So always check the weather before you go. And, and then yeah. have like a contingency plan. So just chuck a jacket in there just in case. Um, have at least one change of clothes in your hand luggage in case your bags are lost or delayed. Yeah, so which has happened, yeah. We always wear the clothes on the plane and usually we will change just before we land when you do that final we stop. Yeah. Or as we land while we're waiting for the bags to come out, we will yeah. go to the toilet have a quick wash and change. Or just attempt to do it in the toilets like I do. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> in right. In them tiny little toilets like, yeah. oh, get ready now. Yeah, that's right. And then at least you're, you're you know, fresh. Um, travel insurance. It is, you can't afford not to have it. 
and make sure that you have cover for illness and accidents and check the fine print. So recently, um, it's been, um, she's home now, but this lady got, um, she got, she had a fall at, I think she was in Thailand mm. and she had a fall and she got a sustained a brain injury from it and she got stuck in Thailand because the travel insurance company would not cover her any expenses because she had had a drink or two. So oh, yeah, I don't really know all behind that. I mean, she could have been in, completely intoxicated as far as I know, but she got sick. But the travel insurance company that she went with yeah. does not cover the fine accidents in resulting from alcohol consumption. But also check your credit cards and stuff because quite often they are linked to insurance, just as another tip. Yeah, especially when you can get points and things yeah. like that from that. Because you, you're usually covered by your credit card that you booked your holiday on. Yeah, so. so I find a lot of um, – so you can get, go with the, the normal one through the travel agencies. Um, usually Flight Centre uses Covermore. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I've hmm. used Women's First or Family First. There's a couple. You go on to comparethemarket.com. It's, um, you can compare every, every kind of insurance. So, And we yeah. know that's not a sponsored post. Um, take plastic nappy bags in case of soiled and wet clothing. Mm-hmm. So – in one flight, Harry burned through three sets of clothing from vomiting. He went to sleep and weed through, yeah. and then he spilt something on himself. So I had to bag them up. In, in, in the case of the vomit, just use I, nappy bags. In the case of the vomit, I just threw that suit out. But um, yeah, I just uh, the rest I just gave a quick rinse and threw it in the nappy bag. Yeah. Um, make sure you tell your bank you're traveling overseas. So your mm-hmm. cards don't get blocked. You can yeah. do, usually do it online banking. Um, it's just under international travel. And you just let them know when you're going to be away and they won't flag your accounts yeah. uh, and have things blocked, which I've had my bank. Um, my bank card was swallowed by a machine once in the middle of Scotland. And um, so I had no money yeah, for that's no good. another three weeks of travel. Um, check your passports have enough time for expiry because a lot of countries will not let you travel in if you have less than six less than months. Six months. That's from the return date as well. Yes. So that's not like on your day out. I know this. I've been there. Um, and so, yeah, that's a good tip to be able to make sure that your passports are not out of date. There are some exceptions. Like I had five months on my passport just now when I flew. Oh, you're lucky then because not all airlines will do that. No, but because mm. I'm actually a New Zealand citizen, I was allowed. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so there is you, some exceptions, but yeah. do, like, just do be really careful. Like, if you are planning something in a year's time and you're like, okay, we're going to be traveling in August, and in August um, yeah. my passport has four months left, don't expect to be allowed to use it. Even though you have four months left on it, you yeah. may not be allowed because there may be lockdowns, there may be shutdowns. You know how fast everything closed when when COVID hit. Yeah, you know um, you need to be able to to have a contingent contingency, contingency plan. Yeah, print all your travel documents and make copies of your passports before you go. Email them to yourself and give a copy to a trusted friend or relative. Because yeah. if you lose your passport, at least you have a photocopy of it mm-hmm. and you will have a photocopy of your itinerary as well. So if something happens and you don't make your flight, then at least uh, family know that you were supposed to be on a flight at yeah. that time. And they also have copies of your passport. So if you get a fr- they get a friend to call from the embassy saying you've, you've lost your passport, you, at least you have a copy of it so that they can help you. It is a good idea because actually when we were in um, Singapore this time, I don't know if this has happened to anyone else, but I almost wasn't even allowed back in the country. And checking visa statuses and stuff is definitely a great idea because... So basically what happened to me is that um, I had to pay $500 to return back to Australia because as an Australian permanent resident, you only get up to five years as a resident to return. So couldn't get onto their website, absolute nightmare. Had to get the Shangri-La to help me and they were really accommodating with with the help as well. And what happened was I ended up um, getting it paid on PayPay, but nothing happened, I had no paperwork for it. Yeah. So I was like, am I even gonna be allowed back in the country? Anyway, day before we're traveling home, I finally get this paperwork that says visa's been accepted. Brilliant. Okay, sorted. Pissed off because it's cost me an extra 500 bucks on the holiday. Yeah. But, you know, and then what happens? Get to the airport and there's a real Karen mm-hmm. on the um, 
check-in. Yeah. And so she says, are you in a, a, a British citizen or a British subject? And I was like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> citizen, I suppose. She's like, why have you put subject? I was like, because I was on holiday and I wasn't expecting to pay myself all of this money. So, yes, I've, I've put on there what I thought was British. And she almost wouldn't let me on the plane. It took ages. So what's the difference? I don't know. What's I have no idea. Isn't it a British subject, someone who is from, like, one of the Commonwealth countries? I have no idea. No. I just, <laughs> I, I don't know. And she's just looking at me going, well... Um, in the end, anyway, cut a long story short, she basically said, well, I've I've amended it, they've amended it, but they've said if you do that again, you won't be allowed back in. So Guess I what? just looked at her and was like, cool, bye, <laughs> you know, was whatever. That, was that before you boarded or was that... No, no, you, this was when we were coming got, home. When you got to Australia? No, this was in Singapore. Before you boarded? Before we boarded, yeah. yeah. So she was like, yeah, and I just, I kind of were laughing, I think. I was like... Really? You're not going to let me go back to my... To <laughs> what am I supposed to do here? Oh, gosh. <laughs> just going to be stuck here. So, yeah, there, there's that. Yeah, so check visas mm, as well. Definitely so, check visas. Um, take sketchbooks, pencils, camera for a kid to use. You know, just little things. Like if you give your kid a small camera, um, even if it's just a little cheapy one from Big W yeah. or something, and make sure there's a memory card in there and let them take photos of their, their trip. They'll love that. Um, Aiden had his phone. He took a lot of pictures um, of different things, of mountains and um, all the different um, things we went and saw. He tried to take photos yeah. of glowworms in, the, in, the, in a dark cave. No, it is a really, out. it is a really good idea. Um, yeah, get so yeah, camera. like even like cheap phones and stuff, they work as good cameras too. Pack liquids into Ziploc bags in case of leakage. Yeah, I do do that. So, like, if you're taking a full-size shampoo in your carry uh, in your checked luggage, see if you can get a Ziploc bag big enough to put it in so it doesn't leak mm. through everything. Uh, and don't forget that the 100ml rule still applies to all liquids in your carry-on. The only thing I think is the difference is when you are travelling with formula um, or, like, made-up bottles and things like that for babies. Just always check with your um, airline before you fly. Yeah, also, you can take... These days, like, I know everything changed quite recently because you wasn't allowed to have any liquids. But if they're under two, you can have li liquids. Check with the airline, but generally, yeah, that's something to check. Because I did faff around with all the powder stuff and then it was like, oh, they're under two. You didn't need to do that. You could have just bought milk. Really? Yeah. Really? <laughs> you know, so there's that. It would have been easier. Um, Baby wipes. And oh. I can't stress this enough. There is life, sticky things, like if you're going to the bathroom and there's sticky things or like the kids' fingers get, get mucky in on yeah. the plane or you want to use a, um, a baggage trolley. Well, they're multi-usable, aren't they? You know, Multi-purpose. Dirty and minging and stuff. Mm. We have actually used baby wipes, but what we have done is actually put like a cap full of Dettol into the baby wipe bag before we've travelled so that they're actually <laughs> antiseptic wipes. Mm, so, you know, just remember which ones they are because it might mm. sting bottoms. Um, backpacks for each kid. So even if you don't really have anything in them, you know, like with Jared and Aiden, mm. they have their own backpack. That's where their tablet goes. That's where their snacks are. Just be – that's cool and I get that, but just be careful with that because if I give Jared anything, the likelihood of him remembering to take it or me <laughs> is not great. Because this happened to us on the way back from England. It was a suitcase that he was taking care of. And it had all of the electronics in it. And guess who left it somewhere? Not oh, me. No. The boy. Yeah. So him he and Nathan had to go around looking at their whole airport trying to find it. It had all the laptops in it. Oh, my God. Had all of the iPads. Thankfully, they found it last minute before we started to board the plane. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Cool. I mean, I love the idea of a backpack. I'm pin it to them. Yeah, well, <laughs> you can get the ones that have the, the, the strap around the tummy. Yeah, man. Um, Aiden has, he just takes his school bag and mm. that will have his pencils, paper, things that he wants to, he wants for the flight. Yeah. Um, obviously, I check it for liquids and things like that myself. But, um, yeah, so he keeps his stuff on him and that's, so I don't have to get up and get things for him. He's got it yeah. right there. But obviously, age appropriate, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, on that, while you're, while you're saying about packing you know in suitcases and stuff and while i think of it ribbons around 
Oh, you're gonna say that, weren't That's you? my very next point. <laughs> Tie bright colours to your bag. Hey, so I got that, that for they you. <laughs> stand out and take a photo of your cases in case they're lost. Mm. So if you do what I do, I go down to Bunnings and get the painters tape. You know, the really bright duct tape or whatever you call mm. it and it's like blue red orange and we put like four or five stripes on on the plant on the bags because they're like that hard case the yeah hard cases you can do them on the um fabric. You know, the fabric as well and then i take a photo of the bags so yeah. if the bags are missing i know which one is missing and i yeah. can say to them this is what the bag looks like you know and then they mm. can be like oh that one's been pulled off the belt it's so in the back we'll go get it um so another one is um, in regards to the backpacks, uh, keeping your essentials under your seat. So like if yeah, you have a small bag, so you've got your main carry-on bag with your clothes mm. and nappies and stuff in it, but we all have like a small laptop bag or a handbag or a purse. Keep that under your seat, which has will have the electronics in there. It'll have the wipes. It'll have your passports, snacks, spare pacifiers and dummies for the babies. Yeah. Um, and another thing Dummies, is when yeah. when they're flying and they're about to take off, make sure your kids are either eating something or sucking on something. Take lollipops. Yeah. So that that also helps them equalize their ears because children don't really understand why their ears are starting to pop and hurt. So yeah, that's why true, a lot yeah. of kids start to cry when you take off and land because their ears are hurting. Yeah. So if you have them sucking on something, if even if they're asleep, put a dummy in their mouth, breastfeed them, whatever, and then you will have them. Um, you know, help them equalize their ears because it all goes yeah. through like your nose and everything. Exactly. Um, charge all your uh, electronics right up until you leave. Yeah. So they're all fully charged before, obviously, you get to the airport. Yeah. Um, because then, charge. if you have any delays, whatever, like so, we and take a plug to charge them as well. You know? Yeah. So take your like your charges should yeah. be with with your iPads in your bag. Um, then you don't have, do what I do and put the chargers into the check luggage. Yeah, that too. Classic, Claire. Um, so, um, yeah. So with with Aiden, he wanted to use his, his tablet on in the car to the airport, and it's an hour from where we are. Yeah. So I told him no. You know, just you know, wait until we get there. Chill out because you're gonna need that on the plane. Most char- most tablets, if the kids are playing games and stuff, you probably get about five or six hours of charge in them. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe more if you've got a better quality device. Um, but you want them to be able to wait as long as possible before they start using those. Especially if they're watching movies and stuff, you don't want them running out halfway through. Yeah. Uh, pack your PJs in the hand luggage for long-haul flights. Mm-hmm. Or just dress them in their PJs before they leave because then they're going to be comfortable when they get on the plane. Make sure you have their bunnies or whatever it is that you're going to be taking because I know that you would have been shot if you had lost your bunny. Oh, you can't lose that jelly cat. Yeah. Jelly cat bunny. Oh, my gosh. Anyone who has a jelly cat bunny, bunny and a toddler will know what I mean by that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you make sure that they've got that and you've got their pyjamas, they've got the little socks on, things like that so that they are going to be comfortable on that plane so that they will rest. Actually, a good idea for the socks, not socks, slippers, maybe slippers to go to the toilet because I am always standing in pee, man. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I just I just go to the toilet with my socks still on and I go, that was not a good idea. We actually went to Kmart and picked up a couple of pairs of those, you know, slipper boots, I call them. Oh, they're almost you need like, them. Uh, they're almost like Ugg boots, but they're not. They need to be far away as well. They're like eight dollars yeah because you just you you know you're standing in pee yeah but like we those ones you can machine wash and they were they're really nice fuzzy on the inside and and good on the outside Mm. and you know what we we love them we wore them everywhere especially when we were camper vanning in new zealand and it was freezing cold and you had to go to the toilet you throw Mm -hmm. those on and you just run out to the till run out to the loo yeah um another one is um airport helpers so if you're traveling by yourself, look for the airport helpers. There's always staff members standing around scanning for people who need help. Yeah, they, I they use will, this. They will be around. Um, also, plan ahead. If you have small kids or disabilities, some airlines will allow car seats for children under three. So mm. we flew Singapore Airlines. We arranged it through our travel agent that we would be allowed to use Harry's car seat in the actual cabin mm-hmm. so in his seat we purchased him a seat and they allowed us to bring our car seat because most car seats and you can check them in the little book that comes with your car you don't seat. even need to purchase a seat for this by the way 
as I, long as there's a spare seat. As but long you as you are recommended to purchase. A yeah, seat if as you long are as planning there, this. But yes. what I meant is, you can take your car seat to the airport and ask. But what I will say is, if you are travelling alone, that you will have to because you haven't got the seat allocated. You just have to carry that car seat around with you yeah. when you're at the layover. Yeah. So, but what what I'm, what I'm saying is. Basically, you go through your travel agent. Yeah. They will arrange it with the airline. So they know you're coming with a child yeah, car that's seat. that's true. Mm. And if you do have, like, this is for children over two, you have to book them a seat anyway. Oh, yeah. Forget so, about that. Why can't they make you freeze? <laughs> so Take you have to book them a seat. So um, this help this works for kids with disabilities as well. So if your child has low tone, you mm. can take their car seat on. And this is... You have to double check with the airline before you leave. A friend of ours has a child with very low tone. He's got um, he's got microcephaly. I think that's how you say it. He's he's very um, he can't sit up by himself. And they made him ride in a standard seat, mm-hmm. so he was slumped the entire time. So that wouldn't have been comfortable. And that was uh, an internal flight from here to Brisbane. Um, and yeah, so with Harry. Being that he's autistic and nonverbal, my fear flying long haul was that I would wake up and he'd be gone. He would be easily be able to take that seat belt off. And I was worried that he was just going to go wandering throughout the cabin. So I asked him, so he's usually under three, but he was three and a half at the time of trouble. Yeah. And they happily let us. So um, on the booklet for your car seat, it will actually say, about the end of the booklet, it will tell you if it is A and Z flight approved. Yeah. As well. So, and it's very easy. They can give you um, tips on how to put put that in and stuff. But check with your airline if you can take a car seat, even if your kid is a little bit bigger, but they have problems with sensory and stuff. He was safe in that car seat. That's his car seat for, that we use in the car, and he was he was happy because he was going somewhere, and that was his car seat. Yeah, I completely understand that. Um, also, look for the a lot of the places do the sunflower program. Yeah, you were telling. Those? Yeah. So in the UK, it's big the sunflower program or the sunflower um, hidden disabilities. It's called, mm. and basically it's a green lanyard with a sunflower on it, or you can get the wristbands for it. And then a lot of the um, airport staff are trained to look for that. So if they see you with the lanyard with the hidden disabilities, they will be like, "Oh, I need to help them." Mm. So they they. Ask. I know Perth Airport have them. You just have to email them. There's a link on their website. Um, you can actually apply for the uh, a package, and they will send you the lanyards and the 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 hand hand bracelets. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, also, so we are wrapping this up. Um, give your child incentives to behave on the plane, especially if they're old enough to know better. Yeah. So reward their good behavior. So like take prizes and things like that. So if they are really good at the end of that flight or when you go through the first so like from here to London it's a 20 hour flight you stop through Singapore if you're flying Singapore Air um, it's a 5 hour flight and you have like an hour layover and then it's like a 12 hour flight so mm. then when you do the layover reward them for their good behaviour for the first half of the flight and then when you get to the end destination reward them for the second half of the flight that yeah. makes sense but and, and also as well, just to, to wrap it up, not just on the flight, but you've also got when you're on the holiday, like some tips. For example, Jared started playing with another little kid and then he didn't want to play with him anymore. And that kind of vexed me for a little while. So I was thinking, why is he not wanting to play with the kids? Mm. Like, what's the problem? Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, he's the same age. And then it dawned on me that this is un, not na, like this is not a normal process for him to have both his parents and his sister and be on holiday and be in the pool and so after I'd kind of like calmed down a little bit, I was like, "Is did you not want to play with that kid? No. Why was that? Did you just want to be with us? Yeah, well, I never really get to be with all of you. You know, them yeah. sorts of things. Like um, the meltdowns, just let them happen. Yeah. Not really worry about them. Because you know, like when you're at home, detach from that. Because that's all going to happen regardless the same. When you're checking in to your hotel, always ask for an upgrade. Always. Because they will give it to you if they have the room. They will give you that upgrade. So it's another thing is like choosing family-friendly hotels. Oh, so yeah, that, that's always, a given. No, yeah. but not, not many people 
like I've worked in hotels and stuff and, and it was basically just a business hotel. We didn't have a pool, we didn't have oh, any yeah. kids club Check or anything. The hotel. Check the hotel out before you Sentosa go. Island go to friendly. where did I say where did I say? on Sentosa Island, the hotel Shangri La mate, they are amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And it also comes back to keeping calm. Just remember the hospitality yeah. workers have a life as well. Like, you know, there's some <laughs> places where people just go off and it's not nice. You know, they just go to, jo- to work to do their job and, you know, be nice to people. Um, breaks and rest stops on car trips and at airport playgrounds. So most airports have playgrounds for kids yeah. to run off some energy if you've got time. Um and then the finding, the last thing I can really say is adjust, adjusting to new times. So how to beat jet lag. Um, go out and if you arrive in the morning, go out into the sun, get some fresh air, eat at proper times. So if you arrive at, you know, sort of uh, 10 o'clock in the morning, have lunch at lunchtime, have dinner mm, at dinner Try time. and keep in the time zone. Yeah, yeah. And then have, keep, try and keep the wake kids awake until their normal bedtime so it may mean that they have been awake for 15 hours or 20 hours but you need to try and keep them awake as long as you can yeah we did we did this when we went to singapore and it was quite funny actually because this is the other thing as well don't worry about what you're doing you're on your family holiday so you feel like somebody else is getting vexed about what you're doing that is not your problem you know we took we took the kids out and the restaurant was just full of adults and you know, my kids had been on a plane all day, so of course all they wanted to do was play peekaboo, run around and <laughs> not do what typically would be expected at a restaurant. But ultimately, if you're tired and you just need something, you know, let roll with it. Roll with that holiday. Don't worry about the things that would usually worry about you. You about worry you, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. So, Claire. Hmm. Travel done. Okay. We had a chat. I hope that helped everybody. I know. One more thing. Always ask for late checkout. Sorry, just saying. Because yeah. that happens as well. That and helps. that's a really good tip when you've got the kids. Say the flight's been delayed, even if it hasn't. And just get yourself a late checkout. Because then you don't, if you, you know, then you've got nothing to thingy. So that, yeah, now we can wrap it up. I just wanted to give that one because it is such a good one. And do you know what I do want to say about that late checkout? Yeah, it's um, great. One um, hotel here in the city, I won't name which one. They gave us late checkout, and basically, um, we were a late check in as well, and we were knackered, absolutely mm. tired as, and we went to bed, and uh, we'd ordered our breakfast for like the latest possible time to be delivered to the room so we could sleep. At seven a.m., I got a knock on the door from room service saying, "Hi, we'd like to check your um, mini bar to see if you've used anything before you check out." Oh yeah. Did I have some words for them? And did I have some words um. for the front desk? Because we were woken up three hours before we were supposed to be. And I was pissed. Oh, I so, just not answered the door. <laughs> well, they were banging Slept like it, it was the FBI. Just being and, like, don't understand that. But, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, anyway. So, yes, ask for late checkout. So, time. Okay, cool. All right. Move on. So, this one. This one will make you angry. Okay. Oh, <clears> gosh. So, again, we are calm, doing. Kathy. It's Am I the Bell End? And my favorite segment. Yeah, and Claire does not know which one, or she doesn't. She doesn't read these online. I don't. So I hunt through the ones that I like, and I will keep the ones that I like, and the ones I think you guys will like as well. So I, thirty-one female, met my husband, thirty-four male, eight years ago, and we've been married for six years. He has an eleven-year-old daughter from a previous relationship. I work from home, so I mainly end up taking care of her. And I have since she was young. We have a generally good relationship and she stays at her mother's most weekends. She has incredibly long, blonde, wavy hair just past her bottom. Beautiful. It is is a nightmare to take care of. It frequently tangles and she always needs help brushing and styling it before school. I am not a morning person and I do not like having to wake up early to do a kid's hair. A kid. A kid. Not my kid. A kid. A kid. It is expensive to maintain as she requires more products. She insists on using hair oils, which can cost around $11 and only last a couple of weeks. She also insists she has to use curly hair shampoo instead of regular shampoo and conditioner, which is over often $10 a bottle. 
She goes through That's it. That's cheap. <laughs> she goes through it at a fast rate as she looks after her hair. She won't use a regular brush on it as she insists it breaks her hair and only does. uses a wide tooth comb, which takes a long time to brush when she could be doing other things as such as homework or helping me with chores. Evil stepmother. Mm-hmm. I decided she has become obsessed with her hair and I do not want her to be vain, so I decided it needs to be cut. Oh, you can't do that. She's the stepmother. I don't see it as a big deal, as I have always had shoulder-length hair, as my hair does not grow fast, and I get frequent trims. It's a lot more practical. Hair envy. She's got hair envy. I took her to the hairdressers as normal. In the car on the way down, she said she wants to make sure the hairdresser does not cut too much. I explained to her that I would like her to cut her hair to shoulder length, as it has become a burden. At first, she thought I was joking, but when she realized, she started to cry. When she got to the salon, the hairdresser was reluctant to cut her hair due to her tears, but I explained the trouble we were having maintaining it and assured her cutting it would be the best for her. In the end, the stylist agreed and cut her hair. (gasps) She braided her hair, then cut it and let her keep it. Her hair was now just past shoulder length and looked a lot darker. The car journey home was silent. I offered her McDonald's, but she refused. She went straight to her room when we got home. My husband went up to see her when he got home and found her on her bed sobbing, holding her old hair. My husband immediately called her mother to come and get her and as soon as she was gone, he started yelling. Her mother also came in and gave me a mouthful. I explained my reasoning and my husband would not budge. He said if I had issues, he would have done her hair in the mornings before work and he wouldn't mind paying for the products. He was so furious, he said he no longer trusts me with his daughter and doesn't know if he can be with a woman he doesn't trust. This broke my heart. I didn't mean her any harm and I was so tired and I'm trying to reduce stress. I've always been the one to raise her and her brother and I'm just exhausted getting up early. Am I the A? Am um, I the bell end? Yeah, you the bell end. Yeah. I, I, I actually have, I can, my hair, anybody who knows me knows that I have a lot of hair and product is important when yes. you've got that and and obviously the routine for it and stuff and like she's looking after it i think it's great that she's 11 and looking after it it's amazing good kudos but i mean the issue is way more deeper here isn't it it's just like coerced into having her hair cut down to child length because of what the stepmom wanted that's just that's just she's being lazy and also is she just lazy or jealous of the fact that this girl's obviously got great hair probably both yeah so some of these comments some i can't read why because we'll be pulled off. Oh. But, um, okay, so... Mofo. <laughs> you're the bellend. You're the bellend. You are the effing bellend. Yeah. How dare you cut her hair and take away yeah. her autonomy because you have decided she is vain. What the absolute hell. I am seriously at a loss for words that you even have to ask whether or not this was a bellend thing to do. Yeah, exactly. Shame on you. Labeling that as vain was so useful as it enabled doing anything to that girl in the name of morality. So basically, she's saying, "Oh, because she's vain, I can do what I want to her." And um, also, but it's not vain, is it? That's just taking care of yourself. Someone said she could be doing more other productive things, like helping me with chores. That's the issue. OP <laughs> wants a step's daughter that's more Cinderella. Cinderella, like, yeah, Rapun- I got, yeah, and less Rapunzel. Um, someone says it's not just chores it's just so op doesn't have to get her ass up so early in the morning oh yes it's narcissistic to turn around and expect like oh i have to do her hair in the morning you know what my um my daughter's now got pink hair (laughs) like you know she has she's got like little pink colorings in her hair and um just you can let your kids do whatever they want with your hair, especially when they're not your own. Well, you know what? When when we were in lockdown, I let Aiden dye his hair pillar box red. It was redder. Yeah, I love than that. A phone box. But having said that, I'm I'm not. I, I say this, but I should probably practice what I preach because my son has like that really long hair. You know, because he's got the cow's lick. And when he goes to the hairdresser, I really try and coerce him to not doing it. And then when he does, because obviously it's his own hair. He really can do what he wants. And especially when Nathan's home, he will enforce and be like, it's his hair, Claire. Oh, yes, I needed to be reminded of that. But I don't, you know, I don't like it like that. The only thing But, yeah, I, I can't stop him. The only thing I insist with his hair is that it's tidy. He can wear it however he wants. I don't wants. even care he about the tidy. To, he wants to grow it out a little bit more. But, like, at the moment, it looks like he's, like, a homeless street urchin. I love his hair. I think he looks great. <laughs> this other one says, OP is jealous of his stepdaughter's hair because yeah. hers won't grow. 
Um, potentially in part because... Yeah, because she she's uses, like, oh, mine's only like shoulder length and it's done me. Well, this would be because she uses low, lower quality products and yeah. makes a big brush through it causing split ends. Yes. Um, if she thinks $10 is expensive for a bottle yep. of shampoo... There you go. <laughs> I know that that's not expensive. Yep. And another one says, let me tell you, as a middle school teacher, 11-year-olds are not vain. They are insecure, they don't like change, and they are finding their identity. Yeah. You took a part of herself she away did. from her... Shame on you. you. I agree with the teacher. Shame. Ding, ding. Shame on you. Right, okay, I think we can agree that she is a massive bellend. Don't do that. Massive bellend. Don't do that. Mums, stepmums, caregivers. <laughs> don't cut the kids' hair. Yeah. Don't do me and be like, don't do you, don't you, you suit long hair better, Jared. You suit yeah. long hair better. Well, this, this, I'll leave on this particular mm, last on. one. It says, you are the bellend. In fact, you are the biggest bellend I have ever yes. seen on this page. I would categorize what you did as abuse. The child <laughs> did not want her haircut. The salon didn't want to do it. And you just couldn't be fucking bothered to speak to the kid's parents, both of which have a really good relationship with her. You made her hair all about your opinions. On top of that, yeah. what you describe as being somehow a pain in the ass, such as special products and combs, is actually a very, very clear indication that this girl has been taking care of her hair well. It's not like she let it grow and did nothing to maintain it. You made this all about you. Who the fuck cares if you don't like combing her hair in the morning? The solution is to have her do it herself or make her father do it. Well, nobody likes combing their kids' hair in the morning, let's be no. fair. Uh, cutting off the hair based on your own convenience is absolutely abhorrent. You abuse a child so you could sleep a little longer in the morning. You are an enormous, entitled, uncaring bellend. I hope for that child's sake that your husband wakes up to what kind of person you are and cuts Well, it you. sounds like he did, didn't he? He turned around and said, I yeah, can't trust can't. you. What? You can't? Without okay. trust is... I'm going... My kids are going to have a stepdad one day. And there is no way that I could be with somebody I don't trust with my kids. Mm. And if he can't trust her not to do what her, his daughter has blatantly said no i don't want mm. and at she's 11. done it anyway and you do know you know you kind of like stepping into your own shoes at 11 like oh gosh i couldn't imagine what would happen if someone took my hair away from me even like regardless of whether i was a kid or an adult i was 15 and i was being boiled, bullied on a bus mm. and this kid cut my ponytail off with a box oh, that cutter sucks. and i got in trouble for cutting my hair but like it was longer than it is now and the kid cut it to shoulder length Cut it at the ponytail and with a box cutter. And yes, now he would have been arrested. But back then, it was like I just didn't say anything and I went home with short hair. Yeah. So I feel oh, really sorry for this happened. girl. Yeah, yeah. I've got some bullying tales and we will talk about that in a future episode. It is quite sad. Yeah. But um, yes. But like you can obviously relate then, can't you? I can. So we're going to wrap that up now. And uh, thank you so much for joining us today. And um, we really hope that you take care and look after yourself and yeah. be kind to one another. And also, we'd love to hear your interaction through us on your own travelling experiences. That would be awesome because we've all been there. We've all got great, great times on holiday, but we also have them unexpected things, you know, where, like, there's been a bit of a disaster. And it was always good to hear um, in the comments just pop in some stuff that's happened to you because I'd love to know. All right. Thank you for listening and we will see you later. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening, guys. You can find us on all the socials, including Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. Just search for Coffee with Kathy and Claire and make sure that you follow and subscribe. Love you all. Bye. Bye.